Welcome everyone to episode 22 of the Daddy Sharps podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the conferences, the games, and the fights that your buddies are too scared to break down. And this week, we're breaking down UFC Fight Night, John. Oh, we got a banner here. It's a great card, great fights, even better odds, unlike last week. But let's begin as we always do. We went three and one on the best bets from last week. Three Luke, and one. Start us off. Three and go. one. We're killing yes. us. Yes. Okay, here's my first best bet was I made Basharat to win over Blackshear, my first one out of the gate. And that was a winner, John. Basharat looked pretty solid, didn't he? He looked good. He looked good. Good. Keep an eye on that guy. I'm telling you. Next in one of the more boring fights of the card, Cody Garbrandt <laughs> beat Trevin Jones for another best bet. Leonard Jones, I told you, he's a counterpuncher. He's just going to sit there and stand there and wait and watch. And that's all he did. Winner. <laughs> the cojones you had to make that bet on those two fighters. I like it, sir. <laughs> that's why you come to the Daddy Sharps. I went Turner versus Gamrot. My best bet there was Turner. He's coming in at plus 185. We knew it was going to be a tough one, but I felt the value on the tarantula was just too good to pass up. Ended up going split decision and a loss for the daddy sharps. Turner landed some great strikes in the feet, wobbling Gamrot a couple times, but in the end, it was the Gamrot takedowns that got the job done. The tarantula was able to get up from most of them, but Gamrot just kept on coming my man and then my boy my favorite guy the guy i've been on since his ufc debut rockmanoff versus neil my best bet there my best bet of the entire weekend rockmanoff by finish neil rarely gets finished and he showed it in this one the guy withstood a ton of hard hits from rockmanoff but Luke, I got to put an asterisk an asterisk next to this one here. Neil missed weight by three pounds on Friday, so he didn't have to make the most difficult part of the weight cut. And in my opinion, that saved him from an earlier finish. You saw some of those hits in the first round. Holy cow, they would have crumpled to anyone in that the weight division. Can't believe he withstood it. We cash. Rachmanov by finish. I love it. And I took it a step further. I took Rachmanov by submission. And nailed Beautiful. It. Nailed it. With a minute to spare. All right, man. Let's move on to our best bets for this week. What a great card. For my first best bet, I am looking at a couple of bantamweights. Talking about Davy Grant versus Raphael Asunshao. There are several marks against Asunshao for me, John, here. Let's begin with his age. No offense. I know you're an old guy. (laughs) How dare you? Actually, I'm older than you. He, though, is 40 years old, and 40 years old is old for a fighter. He's coming off a win, but he's one and four in his last five fights, and two of those four losses were knockouts. He was cold-cocked, man. He took a year off, in fact, after Ricky Simone hit him with a right hook and then an uppercut and knocked him flat on his rear in the second round. Sun Shao, I think, was desperate to win that fight, because he had four losses going in, that's potential kickout of the UFC if you don't win. So I think he's coming off that win, and he's going to have a false sense of confidence in this fight. As for Davy Grant, this guy, John, loves to fight. Apparently, he doesn't have to fight. He's a business guy. Doesn't have to fight, but he loves fighting. In yes. his last five fights, 
He knocked out Jonathan Martinez, who was up against Nirmaga Madoff in this card, on this card. He knocked out Louis Smolka in his last fight. And in his two most recent losses, he went the distance. They weren't submissions. They weren't finishes. They weren't knockouts. He lost by split decision. And he lost by unanimous decision against Marlon Vera, who we knocked out in an earlier fight a couple of years ago. So look, bottom line for me. Chin and the heart advantage for me goes to Grant. This is why he is one of my best bets this Saturday. I like that dude's power. I just don't like their ages. <laughs> I like those bets though. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going. I'm going to uh, Tony Gravely here versus Victor Henry, a bantamweight like fight. It. My best bet. A little bit of an underdog. Gravely plus one twenty. Gravely, the former collegiate wrestler that works with American Top Team. He's five and three on UFC. The last lot last loss was the brother of the man that you won on last week, who's now four and on the UFC. He badly lost a striking battle there, getting outstruck two to one. And I think because of that fight, it threw off his numbers. So he's actually better than what those stats show. So gravely in eight UFC fights always has the reach disadvantage. The one time he had the longer reach, he landed outlanded his opponent 73 to 15. Henry, in this case, has the shorter reach in this fight, and Gravely is just entering the peak age for the UFC. He's 31 years old. Henry, the late bloomer, this being his third fight at age 35. I think Gravely's going to put the wrestling to good use here, landing a ton of takedowns. He always lands takedowns in every fight in the UFC. On the other side, Henry always gives up a takedown on every fight. So it's only a matter of time before his ass is on the canvas, my man. Henry does avoid the trouble, though. He hasn't been finished since 2018. The path to victory, gravely via takedown and working from the top position. He has the wrestling background, and he has the great team of American top team to get this game plan going I like Gravely as a slight underdog, plus 120. All right. I like that, too. I'm with you on that one. You love the wrestlers. You love the wrestlers. I do. I do. Wrestling <laughs> there, there's background. a theme in this card that we're going to see here. <laughs> there is. But you know what? Not in this fight, in this next one. My next best bet. I don't, I'm banking on no wrestling in this one, John, and I'll tell you why. Vitor Petrino versus Anton Turkow. It's a light heavyweight fight. Petrino favored slightly in this one. John, some comments on Turkow, the Swede. Ugh. I think he's a bit of a show-off, right? I saw this guy in the Dana White Contender Series. Big talker, no action. I didn't like it. Well, he won't be showing off when he's face down on the mat this weekend. Ooh. Petrino is the much better striker, and he's going to want to keep this fight on the feet where it belongs for him. He's a true light heavyweight. It's been there this Whole career so far. He's undefeated with six knockouts. This is, though, his UFC debut coming off a win in the Contender Series. All right, tell me what you think about debuts. <laughs> Dangerous. I like to stay off of them. Dangerous. And I like danger. <laughs> yes, Turkow is supposed to be the better grappler and wrestler. But in his UFC debut, his last fight, he was choked out in the first round. Almeida actually had Turkow in an arm triangle. Then he released him a little bit and pounded on him with some heavy shots to set him up for the rear naked choke and the tap out. I like mm. Petrino to hand the Swede his second loss in a row. My best bet, Petrino to win. Very nice. Very nice. I like going against the Swede there. 
Next one, I got Nurma Gomedov versus Jonathan Martinez. Another Bantamweight fight. My best bet, Nurma Gomedov, minus 200. This has Fight of the Night written all over it, Mr. Luke. A real baner. The only loss for Nurma Gomedov was when he had a delay due for a week due to a fight injury that he suffered in camp. Since he's been back post-injury, he has finished three out of four fighters. Martinez on the other side, this guy is a pleasure to watch, man. A fantastic striker and real slick in the ring on his feet. Always impressive. His only loss in his last five fights was the boy that you put money on, Davey Grant. Martinez, in his last fight out, attacked Cub Swanson with calf kicks and mangled this dude's leg to the point where he couldn't stand anymore. But as good as he is on the feet, each fight he moves up in competition, that gap closes. And those striking numbers absorbed and landed are closing. Southpaws, which Martinez is, can be problems for fighters, but not Nurmagomedov. He is 2-0 against him with strikes landed to strikes absorbed ratio of 83-35, to with one win being a knockout. I like that he's going to be able to handle the left hand of Martinez here. My best bet, Nurma Gomedov, minus 200, my man. I love that guy, too. I am all over that fight. You had me convinced just by pronouncing his name correctly. Let's go. There's a little practice Let's there. Let's <laughs> go. No, Nurma Gomedov, he is a fantastic fighter, and that is going to be a great fight to watch. Yes. All right, dude. Let's deep dive, shall we? You want to deep dive a little bit? Shall we deep I like the, dive? I like the deep dive. Let's I do like it. the deep dive. Yes. Yeah, I know you do. Let's get into the other fights on the card that we love. We're going to start with a fight between two flyweights, Tyson Nam versus Bruno Silva. Silva, the slight favorite here, minus 175. Last time I checked at the book. John, what do you think? All right, so this one, if you've never had the pleasure of watching Tyson Nam, this Hawaiian is amazing. Very tough guy, one of the toughest guys in the entire UFC, but Nam stops every punch with his face, and he still has the guts to come back with a hard shot of his own. I'm not going to bet this fight, though, but it's going to be highly entertaining. Nam just takes too many shots. Both these guys take too many shots to win a decision easily. I'm I'm going to stay off it, but oh my God, you're going to hear some loud hits on bones here. <laughs> I agree with you. I think it's going to be a heck of a fight, and I really dove into this one, broke it down. I really, really wanted to make this a best bet and then, you know, make it a lean, but I, I just can't do it. I, it's, yeah. it's I'm just too scared, but I, I cannot wait to see this one. Yes. And then it, but it's going to really open the door for the next time they're on the next card. And uh, boy, I just keep your eye on this one. Let's move on. Yes. Mario Bautista versus Guido Canetti. This is a bantamweight fight. Bautista favored by a mile, minus 1,000. <laughs> it's probably more than that by now. What do you think? I loved Bautista in this fight. Obviously, me and you break down these things before we look at the odds. Oh, minus 1,000 is tough to cash in on, especially in even a parlay. This dude's fast on his feet, though. He can land takedowns. Seven takedowns in his last three fights. Canetti. 43 years old and fighting no one anymore. Last two guys he beat up combined 0 and 5 on the UFC. No wonder it's minus 1000. So why are they setting these two guys up? What what's what's the thought process there? I keep, I keep to, in my brain. Why? They must be wanting to give this guy a flashy finish is what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Throw, throw him a guy that looks good on paper when you, when you actually break it down. He's not that great. <laughs> not that great. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a good one to watch, but uh, yeah, can't bet it. Can't win on it. Yes. Ricardo Ramos 
is fighting Austin Lingo in a featherweight fight. Ramos favored by a good measure, minus 320. I can't I can't figure this one out. I don't, I don't know about you. Uh, I kind of like I kind of like Lingo, but he's been on such a long layoff. He scares me away. Everybody's talking about this fight, but I I cannot bring myself to put money on this fight here. Yeah, probably not putting money on it, but um, but what is it that scares you? Kind of just just the layoff, or is yeah, it, the layoff. Uh... I think Lingo's good. I like him, but his I don't like betting fighters that have been out of the octagon for almost eighteen months. There's going to be some rust there. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't. I'm going to stay off it. And and for me, I haven't seen enough of Ramos yet. I got to see a little bit more. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Obviously, I'm in the minority though. Minus three twenty. <laughs> well, that's the book. I mean, who knows? Because yeah. uh, on this next fight, um, you know, the book says one thing, but clearly they're wrong. I and uh, well, how dare you? <laughs> the daddy sharps, the da- <laughs> folks, the daddy sharps are going head to head once again on a fight. Neither of us can make this our best bet because well, I'll let you explain why you couldn't. I'll explain why I couldn't, <laughs> but I'll also explain why. I just love this fight. The two Alexanders, Alexander Volkov, Drago versus Alexander Romanov. The heavyweight fight. Romanov, a slight favorite at 165 when the numbers came out. But that has been growing and growing, I think. Yes. Don, you got to tell me why you're going to pick Romanov. (laughs) Well, we did mention we have a theme here. So my best bet is Romanov. I like him in this spot a lot. Yes, Drago, he's earned his nickname, a giant Russian with a huge reach advantage. But this guy does not like wrestlers. He gave up 14 takedowns against the best wrestler in the heavyweight division. It was only a couple years ago. Romanov is not that level of Curtis Blades, but he is way up there. I also love Romanov coming off the loss the way it happened last time. He thought he had to fight one in the third round and basically skirted around the outside. And then was just as shocked as a lot of betters when he actually lost that fight. So he won't be looking for the scorecards this time. His name of the game here is taking heavyweights down, laying on top of them, and getting submissions. That's what he likes to do. Also, I got, I was able to get this guy at minus 120. Money has been slowly trickling in on Romanoff all week. He's now up to 165. I think it's going to be up to even more. Tell me why you like Drago. How could a... How could a fan of Rocky even like this guy? Well, you know, the, the Soviets are pretty powerful back in the day. They used all those drugs and those big needles, man, to, <laughs> to beef up their uh, their guy. Look, I, you know, I, I'm just going to make this argument based on a theory. Yeah, I, I see whenever I place a bet, mostly, and I believe in the person, whether it's a team or a fighter that I'm placing a bet on, when I see the numbers as we get close to the fight go from 120 to minus 165, I know that I'm on the right side. I know I'm on the right side of that bet because that's square money, man. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. I like, I like, and I already bet Volkov in this one to win. Maybe I'll lay some more money down as we get closer to the fight. If that spread keeps growing and growing, this is going to be a great fight. I really believe that I'm banking on Volkov, keeping the fight mostly on the feet where he can use his height and reach advantages. He's got a five-inch height advantage and a five-inch reach advantage. Romanov will get some takedowns. Absolutely, he will. But Volkov isn't going to go quietly in the night, John. 
no, mm. no, 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 no. Mm. And he will make his chances count. He gets some shots in while they're standing up. I think there could be potential for a knockout here for Volkov. I, look, I, total respect for Romanov. I, I, I'm nervous about those takedowns. Uh, but if Volkov can weather the storm through a couple of them, get back on his feet, he can be really, really dangerous here. I just cannot wait to see this fight. One little thing that me and you talked about on that fight, too. He gave up the 14 takedowns to Blades, which is horrible. But to give up 14 takedowns, you can't be hanging out on the ground. So Volkov has shown the ability to get back up. People, people, uh, people learn. They learn from their mistakes. Yes, that's true, too. He's only allowed two takedowns since. And you're going to learn from your mistakes in this <laughs> next fight for going against me every single time in the main cards. Piotr Jan versus Marab Davalishvili, a bantamweight fight. <laughs> Jan favored in this one, not by a lot, minus 250. It's been holding steady the last few days. John, tell me why you like Marab. Well, first of all, I do see I do see a little a little uh, a little thing brewing here. So you, the former Muay Thai guy, me, the former wrestler, and so far you picked all the strikers and I picked all the grapplers. But I do like Marab. I will not say his last name, but I like Marab a lot here. Actually, absolutely love him in this fight. And for the life of me, I have no idea why the price is what it is. Yes, Jan's a killer. And yes, he's one of the best strikers in all of the UFC. But this is Marab, the best takedown guy in his weight class by a long shot. Jan has one of the best takedown defenses in the entire UFC. Marab doesn't need takedowns to win, however, against the legendary Jose Aldo. He never even secured a takedown, but he was able to control him on the fence, and he won the fight. And for me, the most important factor here, the secret sauce, Al Jermaine Sterling. If there's one guy that knows how to beat Peter Jan, it's Al Jermaine Sterling, and Marab and Sterling are best friends. They train together every day. There's going to be some very nice trade secrets going on here on how to beat him. Marab will win this fight through control time and constant pressure on the fence. In the end, UFC Twitter will explode with that was the most boring main event ever. <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't care. The Daddy Sharps are here to make money, and I'm oh, going to it. ride this grinding, boring style out to a two-to-one payday, my man. I don't know. People tend to a lot of strength when you set to <laughs> pin people against things and hold them there. Can he last through the fourth and the fifth round? I don't know, John. And I tell you what, I'm going to make this simple for you. Okay. Let's just, let's just simplify things. Mm. Jan will win this fight. That's you. why the odds makers have him favored. He checks all the boxes, my man. He lands more strikes and he lands them with power. He's a good wrestler. His fight IQ is off the charts. I'm taking Jan to win. But I will give you this. It will be a fantastic fight, especially, and I'm hoping it goes into those fourth and fifth rounds because that is where the money. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I need. See, I'm rooting for the boring fight, and you're rooting for the action fight. <laughs> where the money rounds happen that's where the big <laughs> bucks are made big bucks big bucks all right <laughs> hey, let's recap our best bets from this week's ufc 
fight night. Start us off with your best bets. Got the I got the slight underdog Tony Gravely to win, and I got Nurmagomedov to win. My man. Nice. My best bets: Davy Grant to win, and Vitor Petrino. He's also gonna win. That's a best bet. Mm. But Luke. Before we go, okay, we've been talking what? about it all week. We've been working on yeah, this for probably yeah. the last three weeks. What's that? We're closing in on March Madness. The Daddy Ooh. Sharps have been breaking down the conference tourneys. And, sir, the data is cooking. Yeah, it is. It's been brewing big time. I like what I see so far. Yes. I cannot yes. wait for the tournament. Yes. We will have you covered during the whole tournament as well, start to finish. So get excited about that because we are – gonna come here it's gonna get here before you know it also a little later in the spring we're gonna break down john the kentucky derby let's go i love it i'm excited for that all right folks big fight weekend i cannot wait for this card we have been talking about this one for a long time it's about time we got a decent card with decent spreads john are you jacked i can't say the rest of it but i'm jacked jacked (laughs) until then though and until next week that's going to do it for the daddy sharp podcast this week remember always gamble responsibly and within your means and the bets that we share are based on our own research we don't always win and be sure to check us out on social media look for daddy sharps on facebook and at daddy sharps on instagram and twitter we'll be back next week with all our best bets and marab's great victory plus much more (laughs) Okay, John, but (laughs) first, who is your daddy? We are. Yeah, we are. And we want you to stay sharp, everyone. Everyone.